Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Ow. Oh. Shock me. Is it moving for me too if I talk? Possibly. Just okay. for you. Ow. <laughs> oh, I need to mute that. Hey. Okay. Are we on? Are we on? Are we on? Are we on? I just like shocked myself. <laughs> shocked yourself and we're looks like we're online. Guys, um we are not technical geniuses. Or technical. I mean geniuses, yes, just not technical just not geniuses. Technical geniuses. I think is what you're trying to the say. The humility man. in this room <laughs> is yes. obviously palpable. Okay, I oh, think goodness. that a uh, comment and let us know if you're here, um, please, because we're not for sure. So, yeah. please. okay, it looks like looks like we're good. I got please y'all. give us a quick. Hey guys, I can see you and I can hear you. Please. And if we don't hear from anyone, we're just <laughs> going to keep talking to the camera like you can see us and hear us. And then we can we'll just have just... a grand conversation That's between right. you and I, and that will be it. That's right. And no one will ever know. <laughs> All right. So okay, welcome Let's to Unscripted. This is Ep fifty. Ep you said? fifty. We've done episode fifty episodes. 50. That's at least right. logged episodes. Yes. I know there's been some episodes in the in the pre live days that we recorded beforehand and yeah. then realized that the camera wasn't recording. So Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Phyllis, you were there. Technically you know. that counts as two episodes if we redo the That's right. We're probably around episode thing, seventy so. then, right there, right? No. <laughs> episode fifty. That's Woo! right. Made we it are through. here. Made it Excited through. to be with you. Okay, so big big Sunday coming up for the Flagstone family. Oh yeah. Um, if you didn't know, uh, this next Sunday is Senior Sunday. Yes. Uh, we're celebrating eight of our uh, graduating seniors. Not Senior Citizen That's Sunday, right. although right. we are glad for our senior citizens. We can celebrate the those too. Family. That sounds good. But this is high school seniors who are graduating. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to have tables. Uh, we've got eight of them. I've got the list on Flagstone Friends and Family. So by all means, go and grab a card of encouragement or mm-hmm. write a little note on something and just leave it at their table. Um, we're really excited about that. Yeah. Really excited about that. And we're so. going to celebrate all the seniors and all the things that they've done and pray over them and all that kind of stuff. It's going to yeah. be a good morning. I'm really excited about so, it. So, yeah. It'll be a good time. Okay. So Senior Sunday. You had a Senior Sunday in high school. I had a yeah. Senior Sunday. Matter of fact, yeah. this... Bible that you see me with here and no on way. Sunday mornings. That's the Bible that I got on Senior Sunday when I graduated from high school. So if you look really, really close, yeah, you can I see can where see. my name used to be right there. Wow. <laughs> That's like actually really cool. Yeah. So antique is what that is. <laughs> is it not? Anyway, so been a while since, obviously since I've been in high school, not nearly as long for you. Um, you're, in, you're in high school or you're out of high school now, like, here you are with this life experience, all these years of, <laughs> oh, yeah. you're a seasoned veteran of, I guess, life. What What do you know now that you wish you had known in high school? Like, I, I don't want to steal anything from your sermon or your comments on Sunday, but, you know, you just think about, like, in high school, like, you graduate, and you're like, okay, something's next. And people talk yeah. about next chapter. I'm going to something, like, and now... Where you're at in life, what's what's the thing that like, man, I wish I had known that back in high school? Uh I mean, probably a lot of like the simple financial stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we talked about, you know, finance or statistics or something, but like, man, how do I even begin the conversation of buying a house? How do I even begin the conversation of buying a car or negotiating for a car right. or like that kind of stuff? Right. Um, you know, you learned how to like keep a budget, but they're like, all right, this is the asking price. And you're like, uh, I don't even, do I tell you, like, do I just slide a note here's, across the, you know, like this here's is my a blank number. Check. Just fill in what you think it should yeah. be. <laughs> they want the fridge. What is the, what do we, do we want the fridge? I don't know. Like that's at least for me. Yeah. Uh, 
something a just little some bit. Just some of the financial kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's just pretty, that's pretty practical. Yeah. I, there's the first thing I think of just kind of a broad, like the things that I thought were really important in high school. A lot of those things aren't nearly as important. Oh yeah. So there's that, but I think kind of along with that, um, some of my, I, I wish I knew then what I know now that what I thought as far as like fashion trends for, uh. at least for me personally, that I thought I was looking good looking cool. Eh, it's debatable. Yeah. And I wish I, you know, I guess that's, that's all I can think of off the top of my head. Like, what would you, what do you wish, you know, you knew then? I'm like, I don't know. There's a whole bunch of stuff. I didn't know. Hey Marshall, your fashion dude. (laughs) Not today, buddy. That's right. That's hilarious. That's right. Anyway. Okay. Um, how about about you guys? Yeah. Put it in the comments. What's, what's something that now where you're at in life, if you think back to high school, if you think about graduation day, what do you wish somebody would have told you graduation day, um, that you know now? So we could yeah. we could potentially get some really good comments. I don't know. I hope you do. I hope those of you who are watching just feel free to that. share. Even if even as we keep on talking, please go ahead and share some of those some of your words of wisdom. It might even be something that we can use now. Like, oh, yeah, hey, sure. thank you for saying that. I need to know that. So <laughs> please do that. Anything. Yep. Okay. So um, we've been talking about heaven and earth. We've been talking about these two kingdoms, yeah, the yeah, heavenly yeah. kingdom, the earthly kingdom, and how they. God's original plan was for those things to be one. And now, um, or because of our sin, because of, I mean, originally Adam and Eve, but we keep repeating the process. There's the, the separation of the two, but God, you know, has this plan to, yeah. to reunite those things and, and to make those two domains, I yeah. guess, intersect. Yeah. Or <laughs> and reunite. Yeah, reunite like would come be Come completely overlap. So yeah. if you've got a Venn diagram, I mean, we're, we're, Trying to get back to a single circle yeah. of so, heaven and earth together. So tonight we're going to talk about how, like, we kind of been getting close these last few um, as we've been walking through Scripture together mm-hmm. and, and seeing how God is kind of making that happen. But tonight we're going to be like, okay, now God's like, all right, here we yeah. go. This is how it's going to happen. Yeah, I put it. I put it in the description uh, for this video. I was like, it, it feels like. I mean, you got Genesis three. Like, man, this is the the split heaven and earth. Now we've got heaven like. And earth. You know, let's let's get them back together. And yeah. God starts that plan with Abraham, which is pretty pretty far away from Adam and Eve mm-hmm. of you know lots of generations in between. Then uh, I put in that in the description, like it feels like I know that God is making big moves, and you can't just do everything at once. Uh, but it feels like we've been moving inches yeah. at a time. We've yeah. got miles to go, <laughs> but inches. And then I mean, even yeah. now, so because you know we've talked about how Abraham, he's like, hey, I got a plan, and it's going to start through you. And then Jacob's like, okay, there's something here. You know, there's Jacob's dream uh, that's happening. And then you've, we talked about the Terror of Babel. And then, you know, Israel was taken into captivity or captivity. They were slaves in Egypt. Right. Uh, and then it's like, hey, like God's presence is here on the mountain. But now he's going to come and live with us. And this it's, tabernacle it's not, thing. Yeah, and this tent. But and he's then, not here, but he's kind of here. Yeah, and we talked about that last week. So yeah. definitely, you know, talk about like, where is God? Because is, yeah. is he here? Is he here? Is he there? Yeah. Is he Is he in is that he room? Is he everywhere? Yeah. Is he, yeah. And it's like, yes. <laughs> that's the answer all of to the all. Above. And so it's like, I mean, that's that's a long, that, having a God that dwells in a tent is a very long shot from walking in the midst of the garden where everything that God wants to happen is happening at yeah. all the time. Uh, you know, heaven well, and completely earth going interacting at the same time. with mankind, like yep. in a in a intimate way. 
Yes. Yeah. So it's like we've been moving towards that, but it yeah. feels like at least to me, we're just going inches, yeah, inches, just, inches, just inches. dragging along. Yeah. Yeah. And human beings are not very helpful in that either. Right. So picking up the story from there. Um, so you got guys, people, um, we talked about, they come into the promised land, uh, and, and you know, establish the kingdom guys with them. He helps them conquer enemies, all those kinds of things. And we, and we talked, I'm trying to talk really fast to get past this part because we talked about Solomon and the temple. We talked about the tabernacle and Solomon built this huge temple yeah. and even Solomon going, but God's not going to be like, we, you, this temple can't contain God. So it's a, it's a house yeah. in a universe. That and he he'll be here, but he's, but he's more than here. And so we talked about that last <laughs> week. So if you missed out on that, please go back uh, on our Facebook page or, or YouTube, either one and, and check out that conversation from last week. But after Solomon builds this temple and there's this, recognition of God's presence here in Jerusalem in the middle of the kingdom. Yeah. Just real quick, 500 years of history. So read through basically first and second Kings or first and second Chronicles. And you find that over the next 500 years from Solomon's temple until, well, um, <laughs> no more temple. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's um, this repetitive history that guys people have of, of following him and trying to be who he's calling to be and then walking away from that. And a matter of fact, they walked away from him more than they tried to be who he wanted him to be. And yeah, it just keeps on happening. Slow over decline and over. into and, and they chase after other gods and they worship other gods and they get away from his commands and they, they quit coming to the temple. It's, it's like God's not even there anymore. Uh, and, and in the middle of all that, God uses these guys we call prophets um, which oftentimes our, our concept of prophet is like fortune teller, like looking in your crystal ball and going, okay, let me yeah. tell you these future things are going to happen. And it's not, that's not, that's such a limited scope of what prophecy yeah. is. It's, it's God somehow telling this person, here's what I want you to say. And that person proclaiming that message. Like a mouthpiece more than a fortune teller. Yeah, very good. So, so that's what he uses. And, and when you go through the prophets, and some of you guys uh, who have been reading with us, um, you know, in our scripture reading program since the beginning of the year. Which God bless you, by the way, man. <laughs> we're in the prophets and everything, and you know, finishing up some of these bigger books. Yeah, it, but th it's beautiful poetic language, especially if you know Hebrew, I guess. <laughs> um, and, but it, the the common theme through all those prophecies is these guys that, and and sometimes some women too, that God would send to His people, and basically there's there's two, um. I guess, basic messages. One is, you guys have walked away from me for so long, there's going to be consequences of this. There's always consequences of choices that you're making, and there's going to be consequences of this. And specifically, you guys are going to be destroyed. Like, like I'm nice. going to allow other nations to come and conquer you and, and pull you out of this place that, that I had given to you. Yeah. And I'll pull you out of it. Which, like... Is a step, you know, we're talking about inches, mm -hmm. and this is a step back. We're man. completely going backwards. Yeah. So because here's, here's God wanting to wanting yeah. to get heaven and earth together, and I'm, I'm spending more time with y'all. You know what? I'm going to completely sever that. Yeah. Is Almost completely. Like. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of what Isaiah points to whenever he's like, man, there's this big and beautiful flourishing tree, and we've chopped it down. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. here's God's plan to get everything. We're done. Yeah. And that's just And it's our it. fault for doing it. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, oh. So we made all this progress, and now we're starting over. Yeah. So here's the here's and and it was supposed to be God's kingdom. They're wearing His name. This is my yeah. people. Kingdom of priests. These are the people who are like, if you they're look at my people, everybody. you're gonna know that I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. And for 
you know, hundreds of years, they have guys, people walked away from that and guys like, okay, well then I'm walking away from you guys too. And so this, there's <laughs> this rift again, mm-hmm. to your point, you know, heaven and earth, were, it seemed like we we're getting really close to reuniting and now it's like drifting further apart. But the other piece of the mm-hmm. messages from the prophets is not just about punishment and doom and gloom. That is in there. And man, that gets hard to read after a while. Uh, some of those guys, I mean, it's just, it seems like there's nothing good they have to say. Matter of fact, some of those prophets themselves get yeah. <laughs> exhausted of saying those things. Read yeah. through Jeremiah. He's like, man, I don't want to say this anymore. It's so bad. But all those prophets also have a message of hope. Yeah. Right? Which is interesting. I mean, because you would believe, I mean, we've believed into this point that God has a plan for mm-hmm. reconciliation. God mm-hmm. has a plan to reunite those things. And so... From what we know about God to this point, it would be out of his character to chop the whole tree down and say, I'm, I'm going to start something over there. Yeah. Or like, you know, what about those Canaanites? They were all right for a little <laughs> bit. Know, let's, try, let's try with them, okay? <laughs> um, but he doesn't. And, I mean, you know, talk about these little seeds of hope and stuff. Even in even in Jeremiah, he talks about there's this stump and there's a there's, there's a, this little a branch, a, a little a, root. A seedling. Yeah. That's coming out from the very center of it. Yeah, uh, he calls it the remnant of Israel. It's yeah. just this this little bitty, and that's that's what's crazy is that here it is. You know all the progress that we've made, and the hope that we have is this little. It's bitty just a glimmer branch. Yeah, 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 at the very end. Yeah, but but if you go through, you know Isaiah for example, and some of the other prophets when they talk about okay, it's doom and gloom. God's going to destroy you. God is God is allowing these other kingdoms to come in and conquer you and destroy. God's kingdom, so to speak, here on earth. Yeah. There's this message of okay, but but God's not done yet. There's God has not. God is walking away from <laughs> from you because you've walked away from Him. But God is not walking away from reuniting heaven and earth. That plan is still there. Yeah. So there's this message of hope, and it's this long. It's out there in the future. Like bad stuff's going to happen. Get ready. Bad stuff's going to happen. But God's going to make it better, and He's going to reunite these two these two realms yeah. back together again. Uh, so and, and just be of, watching for it. Watch yeah. when it happens because it's going to happen. And they use the word, Isaiah especially used the words, a new heaven and a new earth. It's going to be this new reunification of these, yeah. of these two worlds. So it's like we've made a lot of progress and we're, we're stopping or at least feels like we're moving back, but I'm still God. Yeah. I still have a plan. I am still going to bless every single nation through mm-hmm. Abraham mm-hmm. and his family. Okay, so where do we... Yeah, so... Well, let's take... <laughs> so that's the prediction, which, by the way, did anybody say anything about high school advice? Did anybody... Yeah, oh, okay. Really? I don't know if I want to say his out loud, but it's there. Okay. It says, uh, the only debt that you're allowed to owe is the continual debt of love to one another, which is great. That is good. Second, also you marry your wife's entire family whenever you choose a spouse. <laughs> so... Truth. I, I mean... Thank you for the realness. I guess <laughs> that'd be good to know when you graduate from high school. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway. I actually had on my mind whenever we were talking about this, of like, yeah, I just want to know who my wife is in high yeah. school because, man, I made a bunch of <laughs> dumb mistakes of like trying to figure that out. Oh, well. So we're, we're talking about these prophets predicting this heaven and earth, and, and it, it makes me think of predictions. Now, they're not fortune tellers per se, but there's things that they talk about their future that yeah. I, I don't think the prophets even had a full concept of. I don't. Yeah. I don't know that God like gave him like a, exactly. a TV screen. He's like, okay, here's what's going to look like, and here's you know. I, I think they were saying things that God told him to say, and and had kind of a hint yeah. of it, or at least the hope of it. 
but I don't know if they fully understood everything yeah. that God was it's telling like you them. You can about. see a little piece this, of the right. little piece of the pie. Right. So here's my question. That just makes me think about predictions. Are you are you very good at predictions? Most of the time, I get them very wrong. I don't okay. know what I don't know what's there. Uh, especially with like sports outcomes, either I'll like way overestimate like fantasy football, I'll way yeah. over or underestimate, and not make trades or make trades that don't. Not yeah. No. Okay, I can't so do it. can't do it. I'm I'm the same way. There's things that I can that I feel like I can predict, and then I'm like, oh boy, I was way off on that. So, <laughs> what what's something that like a famous prediction, like, uh, you know. I, Joe Namath yeah, yeah, yeah. guaranteed that the Jets were going to win the Super Bowl when he was a quarterback, you know, yeah. and, and it was right. Mm -hmm. You know, that was, that's one of those famous, like, I would love for you guys to share in the comments. What's a famous prediction. You might, I mean, look something up on the Google one that, that I came across when I was thinking about this, N Nikola Tesla. Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Okay. Tesla in 1926 predicted cell phones. Like the telephone was kind of a new invention, you know, 1800s, but late 1800s. And he's like, in 1926, he's like, these things are becoming so innovative. In 1926, he's like, one of these days in the future, they're not going to be connected with wires anymore, and you're going to be able to, to keep one in your vest pocket. Which, I don't wear That's a vest, crazy. much less have <laughs> But a you could, though. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, so like, That's almost 100 weird. years ago, Tesla's like, yeah, there's going to be the, you know, we got these this telephone thing, yeah. this new invention. One of these days, it's going to... And it came true. And it came you, in your best pocket. Yeah. Put a phone <laughs> in your pocket. Anyway, <laughs> feel free to share any other predictions that you have because uh, as you do that, the predictions that the that the, the the future hope of this heaven and earth, it came true. Um, and you see it can I use the word stampede? Like it, yeah. it comes just charging like into full our throttle world. is what I think. We're talking like inches. Yeah. And this all of a sudden, a, turbo. This is, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Ignition yeah. on. <laughs> but it, but in, not in the way that anybody at the time yeah. thought that it would, because it happens with Jesus. And when Jesus comes to this earth, it's it's like God's going, okay, now, here's, what's this, here's, here's how I really begin to reunite these two things that were yeah. one, that had been split apart. I'm going to start bringing yeah. them together in a way that I never had before. And it's just interesting that he does that too, because this is after exile. I mean, this is after like, hey guys, like you thought that you had it together. You definitely don't. This relationship that you think that we have is a relationship that is based on nothing that I want yeah. and, and superficial stuff that you think that I need. So let's like be done with that. But there's this little bit of hope. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, I'm going to become a man and come and dwell in your midst. Right. And it's like, whoa, that, I mean, you're talking about, you know, zero to 100. This is, we're chopping the tree down, buddy. Like, I, I don't know what that, <laughs> what the end of but that that's is. that's such the opposite of what we had been trying yeah. to do for so long. Cause, cause Tower of Babel, yeah. uh, you know, Tabernacle, you know, that's the Mount Sinai, all that kind of stuff was, was us going. And, and well, even Adam and Eve, we want to make a name for ourselves. We want to be like God, like God. And then the Tower of Babel, we want to be where God is. God's out there, well, we want to be up there. And, I yep. mean, there's this whole effort on our part, and God just consistently going, okay, stop. <laughs> but but here, in this moment, even though God's kind of been close with the tabernacle and the temple and stuff, now it's like, God's like, okay. Uh, God is here. Yeah. And he looks like, sounds like, and acts like us. But it's, it's heaven. Yeah. Because that's where Jesus is from, and he's the epitome of God. But he's here, like, and not in that room over there. Yeah. That only certain people can 
can go into certain times of year. Yeah. And, and, and there's still this distance. No, no, no. He's, he's here. Yeah. I don't have to go to the temple. The temple is coming to me. I can touch him. I can yeah. hug him. I can hang out with him. And in him. a way that's not scary. We have the opportunity with Jesus. And this is what we, we talked about this at the very end of our study last week in John chapter one and verse 14, where, where one translation says the word became flesh and moved into our neighborhood. It is, it is, it is God's presence in this heaven realm yeah. coming into the earth, not hovering near it, not yeah. watching over it, not part of his presence kind of being in a certain room. He's here in the same way that he was with Adam and Eve. Yeah. He walked with them and hung out with them in the garden, which is what he wanted in the first place. Mm-hmm. And now he does yeah. that again so we're, through Jesus. We're, we've made some pretty big headway. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, in a moment, <laughs> you know. Yeah, with the with the birth of with the birth of Jesus and like a you know the cry of a newborn baby is just like here we are, like that that moment is here. Yeah, the the God of the universe is now with us again. Yeah, and what's cool is you know that 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 word um, you know in John one fourteen of uh, the word came and dwelt among us. Uh, the word dwelt there in the original language harks back to tabernacle language Mm -hmm. so it's like this this you know we're going to the tabernacle and some only people come in but like here's the temple here's the tabernacle and it's going around and meeting people right and inviting everybody in right because you should you had to go find the tabernacle like it's over there you got to go find it and now it's this mobile like here heaven earth is is here in human form and it's moving around and coming to us yeah instead of us going to it yeah interesting and then, and then that's, that's really kind of at the core of Jesus' message as well. When he first starts out, um, you know, when he first comes in and starts preaching and stuff, I mean, we, we focus on, you know, stuff like the Sermon on the Mount where he's like, okay, you know, don't, don't the, be angry and, and yeah. uh, you know, be truthful, don't commit adultery, don't lust, the love your enemies. Moralistic, yeah, moralistic which is which is good. We need to pay attention to those things. But... Um, if you want to know what what the heart of Jesus' message was, at least from the get-go, look in Mark chapter 1 um, and verse 14. After this is John, first, I'm sorry, this is his ahead. first sermon. Yeah. So when Jesus comes on the scene, John the Baptist, who had been preaching and saying, hey, this guy is coming, um, is, is put in prison. So Jesus is like, okay, here I come. Yeah. And like when He's, he walks up... <laughs> You know, the first thing out of his mouth is this in, in uh, verse 15, John chapter one, verse 15. The time has come, he said, the kingdom of God is near. Repent and believe the good news. So the good news is the kingdom's here. It's it's nearby. It's coming. It's, you know, there's there's different translations that, <laughs> that word it different ways. But it's it's Jesus doesn't walk into the world, uh, into our world going, you all are a bunch of sinners and I'm here to fix it. Even though that's what he came for, that wasn't the message. And he's not, at least right here, solely focusing on behavior and saying like, okay, you know, you want to love your your wife better. Here's five steps to loving your wife better. You want to do your finances better. Yeah. Here's five. It's not he, about action steps. Yeah, at this he's point. like, hey guys, and yeah, he's not asking. Well, I guess he has. He's, he is asking. He says, repent and believe in the gospel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, man, the kingdom is here. It's time to make some moves. Yeah, like we're. I'm I'm here. The kingdom is here. Let's go. And the first thing that you cool. need to do is believe it. Yeah. Like all these centuries of people saying one of these days, yeah, the kingdom's going to be here. One of these days, it's going to be a new heaven and new earth. And Jesus' initial message is, yeah, today's the day. Yeah. It's it's 
It's coming. It's now. I, I'm going to be honest. I don't think that I would have believed like, like who, you know, like <laughs> you'd like to think what a, that, what a that message, like, man. Yeah, I, I totally believe that. But it, I, that's what he would have to call you to. Yeah. It's like it, it, it would take a step of faith to believe that. And it makes sense. Also, you know, we talk about how the how he had enemies, how how religious leaders didn't that's like a, that's exactly the things that, that he was saying. But what are they not like? I mean, when when he's saying stuff like, you know, hey, you need to love people and you need to serve people, I I doubt that any of the Pharisees are like, no, 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 you need <laughs> to hate people and be really arrogant. That's you know, they wouldn't say that. It's when he says stuff like this, this kingdom that you've been waiting for, it's here it here. is. Matter of fact, it's me. I'm the embodiment. I of that. am the embodiment of this reunification of heaven with earth. I'm I'm making that happen. Honestly, that would push the envelope with them so bad. I'd, make them I'd, so uncomfortable. I'd struggle with that. I'd be like Nicodemus coming tonight and be like, hey, you're saying all these things, man, but like, give me the, are you for real? Yeah. <laughs> are you serious right now? I don't know. I well, would... And that's even his conversation there yeah. in John chapter three. He's like, because he comes at night. So it's almost like, okay, nobody can see me. Okay. Listen, I'm... we know you're a good <laughs> dude. You do really good things. Yeah. So we know, uh, they won't say so, but we know. But this kingdom thing, man. Like that's happening and you are the fulfillment of that. Dude, yeah. give me the give me the brass tacks here. Like what is But why was man. it so why was it so revolutionary? I want I, I know we're gonna run out of time in a minute, but that's all right. But why why was that such a hard thing for the people of Jesus' day, especially the guy the preachers? Yeah. Why was that so hard for them to wrap their minds around? I think it was an explosion of their categories. Mm-hmm. Also, the fact that here's the inches that we were talking about, and then the huge regression, and then the full yeah. throttle, like throttle forward. Like I, I think that I don't, it's just it's really like you're here to do to do that to be heaven on earth. That God Himself became a man. God wouldn't do that. I. God wouldn't do God, that. God, God is too, so He's so huge. He's, he's omnipresent. We talked about that. And He's so holy. Why would He come down here with us? Yeah, like, and talk with me. And, and especially in this time, you had to jump through so many yeah. hoops to even get close to where God's presence might be. Yeah. I'm thinking too. Yeah, yeah. Jumping through all these hoops. And Jesus, He says like, man, I, like, I came to go to the sick. Yeah. The people that need help. Yeah. So not only like... He's doing the opposite of what it feels like he's done before of like, no, 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 you have to be, you know, cleansed and holy and only one time a year, like come in and then we can have this communion. And instead he shatters all of that. And he's like talking to an adulterous woman caught in adultery. He's talking to the tax collectors. He's talking to the lepers. He's touching the lepers. Yeah. Jesus, what are you doing? Yeah. This heavenly kingdom is no longer something that I have to um, somehow make myself worthy of going to yeah it's coming to me in my most unworthy of of yeah times in my life and it's coming here and, and saying i'm going the, to, i'm going to unite heaven with your world yeah and that's the gospel man yeah is that his light would come into our darkness <laughs> yeah at our darkest moments and i think you know also just you know as as we're thinking about why was that hard for them they had this physical um, kingdom concept that you and I have talked about before. This this picture of, the, of this this uh, king that was going to come and and yeah conquer all the armies that had taken over their homeland uh, and and um, 
you know, get rid of all the ungodly people. So the chosen people that God, you know, said, I'm going to make, I'm going to reunite heaven and earth through yeah. you. We're going to kick out all these impure, you know, unholy. Yeah, stick with the family. Non-Jewish, non-Israelite mm-hmm. people. And when you go through, I mean, they read about heaven and earth in Isaiah and, 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 and what it's going to look like when that happens. Jesus fulfilled all those things, but in a, in a, not in the way that they had in mind and not in the way that they grew up hearing it and, and how their dad learned and the grandpa and, you know, for generations we've been waiting for this warrior to show up. And then Jesus shows up and was like, yeah, I'm here. And you're uh, poor. (laughs) You have calloused. You have no education, man. Like what? You're from Mary and Nazareth. They even tell me what could come, what good could come in Nazareth. Like, come on. Yeah. Who believe this? And then the amazing thing about that is <laughs> as he goes, as he kind of establishes this kingdom, the people that he recruits <laughs> are the people that have been rejected by everybody else. I mean, it's 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 not even J team J V team, no, man. This it's is like the the if you're talking high school, it's uh the freshman team that bench bench players yeah. or something. Not yeah. even like the manager for yeah. the freshman team because he wasn't good enough to play. I don't, I don't know. know what I mean. It's the most unlikely people that Jesus goes. This is what the kingdom looks like. And when he even told some of his parables, he would be like, "Hey, you know what? Here's what the kingdom looks like." And it's and it's you know often the the lowliest. I mean, it, it was in the in the story of the Good Samaritan. The Samaritan is the like the outcast. We hate Samaritans. And Jesus is like, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's somebody that's in this new heaven, this this new heaven, new earth. Matter of fact, the rest of you should do what that guy did. If you want to be a part of it. That's where the Pharisees are like, dude, no, sir. (laughs) Not today. Right. And he's constantly talking about how the kingdom of heaven is, uh, heaven is like a a mustard seed. That's growing up into a huge tree or it's this treasure. Really, really small. Yeah. And becomes something amazingly big. It's this, this, this treasure that some searching for a whole bunch of treasure and finally finds this one of immeasurable worth. And he sells everything that he has so that he can buy the field where the treasure is. It's like, okay. So it's like, uh, it's like a treasure. (laughs) In a, in a field. In a field somewhere. And it's a mustard seed. Yeah. All right. I understand you, Jesus. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. So, so obviously people struggle with that. And which, again, I think is important. We kind of breeze past it because I, I think we focus on the kingdom of God is near and that. Yeah. But in repentance, hey, change your, change your life, which is what John the Baptist was saying before Jesus. But the other piece of that, look at it again in, verse, in Mark 1, verse 15. Believe the good news. First off, this is good news. Yeah, we're, we're coming been, back. We've been waiting for centuries for heaven and earth to be reunited, and it's happening. But you gotta believe it. You gotta you gotta have the faith that that is really real. Yeah, and that's why people, you know, some people are like, a, okay, I'm in, and some people really struggle with. Yeah, it. and it's a modern question today too. It really is. That yeah. really boils down to where we're at now. Yeah, and you just read the book of Mark, and basically you have to decide: Do I really? Do I really do believe? I think this stuff really happened? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That Jesus is the son of God and that he came to reunite heaven and earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So we're going to put a bookmark here <laughs> for tonight. We're going to, we're going to flesh this out a little bit more um, next week. And we're going to, we're going to talk about Jesus kind of fulfilling. I mean, we've already talked about the kingdom, but you know, all the, all the discussion that we had about the temple and the tabernacle, 
Jesus fulfills that, you know, yeah. and, and how he um, embodies this this kingdom of heaven, this heavenly realm. Yeah. It's embodied in him. We're going to talk about different ways that you see that um, in it's his so life cool. when we get together next it's week. So, cool. so I hope you'll join us next next Thursday, 630. Sorry for the late start tonight. We had some technical difficulties, but thank you for your time. Um, share this with somebody else if you want to or invite somebody else to be with us um, um, next Thursday and we'll talk more about heaven and earth. Absolutely. Don't forget about Senior Sunday this yes. next Sunday. Uh, we're continuing. I think we're finishing up with this series in the middle of June. Yep. Uh, and we'll get to see some new faces, I think, too, on Unscripted, yeah. which we're excited yeah. about. So. But that's all we're going to say about that right now. That's right. <laughs> anyway. All right. Have a good rest of the week. See you guys Sunday. Thank you all.